0: Overall, from the field, that he was also 50% from three, if five to ten. I know you're out there. It's okay. Stand back there.
1: <laughs> no, more than likely, you're going to get that number one seed. And so, I want Houston to be ranked at
0: number one. Eight. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're right into it. Welcome to this edition of Less Rage Cougs, presented by the Saxonian Family. With me, I, of course, am KG Chris Gardner of the Houston Round Bar Review. With, with me is my man, Deion Dunlap. How are you, my man? What's going on, brother? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Doing pretty well. We're going to talk about the Cougs' four-point loss at Iowa State at Hilton Magic. 57-53, the Cougs' first loss this season, first loss in the Big 12. A lot of things. What are you do you Well, let me just get my initial reaction. You, you got it. I was fun, man. I enjoyed it. Yeah, the Cougs lost, but they came back. They were down 14 zip to start the game. But I saw a lot of positives, man. Emmanuel Sharp. Look good, scored 20. They were in the game despite L.J. Cryer having his worst shooting game so far this season. They still a chance to win the game. That's a positive to me. What are, what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, that's a positive I, I guess you could take away. I think in that first half, Houston getting off to such a slow start, getting down, what was it, 10 or 14 points?
0: 14, yeah, 14.
1: About, yeah, 14 to start the game on the road. That's something you really – it's tough to – bounce back from in a game but like you said emmanuel really stepped up in that first half and, and really put the team on his back started making buckets and like i said last week really kind of showing his scoring ability and, and being more than just a shooter i mean attacking close out getting inside into getting the free throw line and, and knocking down big threes i mean that first half he, he, he really played well and then i think second half as jamal got going um he kind of, when, when the game got close, he started making some big plays. And so, for overall, I mean, I'm not not really um, disappointed in this loss. I'm disappointed in the start of the game. But I think overall, Houston, it's just a lot. It, it's a lot to, uh, Houston has a lot to imp- improve on.
0: Sure. And and we, we expected that because of the non-conference schedule wasn't the toughest. But this is the Big 12, a road game, Big 12 first road game for nearly everyone except LJ Cryer. 12 turnovers in the first half, eight in like the first 10 minutes. And some of them are like, what in the hell are y'all thinking? But they still clawed their way back into the game. They still had a chance in the game. They tied it up. I mean, it was just Cougar toughness. Jamal Shedd did have five turnovers, but he still made a clutch basket to tie it. Juan Roberts missed a putback layup. we surprised that Coach Sampson drew up that play for LJ Cryer, despite his struggles in the game?
1: I was surprised. I was surprised at that play call. I actually thought it was to Emmanuel, and then when I saw the misdirection screen to LJ, and then I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I I was surprised, but I'm not mad at that call. I I actually, despite I've seen a couple tweets, people tweeting and stuff like that already, I I actually like that call. He's such a good shooter. He's proven, regardless of how he shot the ball so far tonight, with an open, good look, like he – didn't have and if he could have had if the play was executed to the way that i'm sure coach Sampson they practiced before then I, I like it only thing that i i didn't like was him still taking the, the contesting shot and not swinging it and keeping the ball moving once he didn't have a good look but the play call itself i, I liked it but when you mentioned the turnovers the turnovers was one un-houston-like yes. but you got to give credit to iowa state and the pressure they was able to um really caused those turnovers and then capitalize off those turnovers and they really good, did a good job but they're a really well coached team yes. I mean you could tell well prepared they knew what Houston was going to do how the rotation was going to come extra passes to get there and so that team was well coached and well prepared and they played really well at home they, they had a, such a good start it was hard to overcome that start but I mean I like what I saw especially from Emmanuel but Damian Dunn has to play better. When the game slows – not even slows down, when Houston only – like I mentioned this before, Houston only has – one. I think Emmanuel now has proven he's one of them guys where you can give him the ball and isolate him, and he can go get you a bucket. And from what I've seen now, I believe he's one of those players. So now it's really Jamal and Emmanuel. LJ, from what I've seen from him, he's more – he specializes in shooting. He's one of the most successful shooters that I've seen. He's a spot up shooter, and he can get it off the dribble. But in regards to just isolation, breaking someone down and go getting a bucket, I haven't seen him to be that type of scorer. And when the Houston and NLS drops on the floor, it got to be Jamal or got to be Emmanuel. But an isolation player that's really good is Damian. And so he was inserted to the game and still had a couple of turnovers. Didn't really mm-hmm. get into a good rhythm. I, I think he needs to play more minutes through his mistakes to get more shots, get more comfortable in the game. Then he'll be able to have a bigger impact because he's just going to have these moments a lot. And they need players can put the ball in the hole when it's caught. When the, when the game is closed down, you need to call a play. Just get somebody to pop, isolate and get a bucket. And Damian is one of those guys that can do that. And I want, probably want to see J1 get a few more touches.
0: Thank you. I was going with that because, you know, I'm old school. I like getting down on the block, you know, low post action. He he got a bucket, you know. Yeah. So I want a little more of that early in the first half when the offense kind of bogged down and they were turning over a lot. Damien had two turnovers. He had a chance at a wide open three. He airballed it. But the turnovers, Coach Sampson's really hard on him. So much so that he's not letting him play through those mistakes. So he doesn't trust him It seems to
1: be in his head. It
0: seems to be. I don't know. I don't know,
1: but just how it seems from watching him. It don't seem like he's playing freely like I've seen him play. It seems like he's in his head and he's thinking about it, making that mistake. Damn, I got to come out. Versus just playing freely, playing loose and and just hooping because he's one of those players in this game, like someone who plays when he's in a good rhythm and. it. He can really hoop and he can really get buckets. And Houston's going to need that. Jamal, he has to do so much with not only being an elite defender. He's an elite defender. He proved that tonight. And yes. then offensively, not only he's going one of the probably most clutch players that we have, and especially those big moments, but it's going to be often times where he might have to shoulder the offensively, and that's a lot. And I just think other players gonna have to step up, like Damien. I mean, LJ on a game-to-game basis is gonna give you what he's gonna give you, and he's gonna have nights like this. But it won't be too many. But I think another player consistently who Houston's gonna need scoring because you got to score. You're not gonna be able to stop everybody like some like, of these teams that they played in the conference. You got to be able to score, and they and he's one of those scores that we
0: gotta be able to unlock. You know, and it was a four-point loss. Iowa State – and one of the things, Iowa State does a, something that a lot of Houston opponents don't do, a lot of teams don't do, besides Houston, is they swarmed Jamal Shed out high. You know, they trapped him. They did they did to Jamal what Houston does to other teams with the guard. Mm-hmm. And it took the Cougars a while to adjust to that. Iowa State, 17-6 points off turnovers. They won by four. So they had 11-point advantage in the points off turnovers. I of that was first half mistakes, and they, they really capitalized on that. Let's see, first half, the number was 15-2 points off turnovers. So clearly, the Cougs took a while to adjust to it. Iowa State defense, two of the top defenses in college basketball we saw tonight. And I enjoyed it. You know, it was like a rock yes. fight. I enjoyed the physicality, the refs, for the most part, let them play through a lot of it. You know, Damian Dunn, I think coach has to let Damian play through his, his mistakes to get a rhythm. He may disagree with that, but he's a coach. But we're we're talking about here on Less Rage Cougs, presented by the Saxena family and Star Pizza. Damian, two turnovers. And you saw him after one of the time – well, in a timeout. He got on him for like a, a shot he didn't like, a rush shot or a bad pass, something. Okay, Coach. And Coach,
1: Coach Sampson said in one of his immediate availabilities during the week that um, it's up to him and his staff to find out. Um to where Damien wants the ball and, and, and make him, get put him in a position to succeed, and he, he, he said that, and I'm sure they're going to continue to do that, but I'm seeing the comments as well, and they're asking for Ramon Walker, and I think even Ramon, even the minutes that I saw him, of course defensively he was able to hold his own, he was guarding a bigger player, but I think once he made a mistake, he got taken right out and didn't really get into play that much even after that, but he's another player who, who has the capabilities to be able to have an impact on the game, but coaches have, seems like coaches has his rotation he has his core players, who he's gonna gonna stick with it. But I mean, I think maybe just some of these players, some of these. um He has to. And one of the comments they say that he maybe he should have when L.J. was in a slump, he maybe should have played one of the other players. I mean, I just coaches trusting his players. I mean, yeah, that, showing that it. yeah, yeah, on the road with that experience that he has in his resume, all it takes is one. He makes that shot. Who knows how it goes? That's why I'm not right. mad at this shot in the play call. I, I once he was contested, I would have preferred him to move the ball with the time that they had. But other than that, I mean, LJ, he just got to shoot better. I mean, he, he, they played, he's the number one player on Houston. When you shoot on the scouting report, they're coming in to stop LJ. Right. And it showed that tonight. And this is probably one of the things that he wants to work on um, going to the next level. I mean, and Coach Simpson, the staff can help him. Yeah um do that on the offensive end but i think just watching this game houston i don't want to say they beat themselves because i want to give iowa state all the credit that they deserve great home team great defensive team they play really well and they're well coached i love you could just watch yeah. the game you could tell those coach those players like, were p- prepared
0: for what they saw right and let me say this Iowa State did not copy houston defense this is how they play defense yeah they are one of the top defenses in the country because mm-hmm. of how they trap and get after opponents so it's <laughs> If you're new to watching would State, you saw an example of, of how they play. It's not like, like it. it, You yeah. like used to practicing against it, just like you. Yep. So that's why I, I enjoyed it. It was good and all these things fans are talking about. You know, this one I don't agree with at all. Saying Damien's not a winner. I mean, that come on now. He, he's in a slump, and he doesn't have Coach Sampson's trust yet. And he's been here four months. So why would Coach Sampson trust him like he trusts Jamal? or juan or you know other players come on now folks houston will need damien dunn at some point this season
1: yeah i don't know, you what, know they, yeah, what, yeah, what they mean about relax winner." what does that mean i don't know yeah i disagree know. with that too but yeah man but it, it, man one of the bright spots to today's game that i've seen was jva yes jva had another great game in my opinion i know he only had three you know, you know what he's
0: doing now He's dunking the ball. Yeah, he's dunking the
1: ball. He's <laughs> going up more strong. Yep. And um, just defensive end. He's shots, getting blocks, rebounding. And he looks really supreme athletic. And he was his length. And the way he played today, I liked it. I think he, I, I don't want to say offensively, he could have given a little more. But, I mean, I, I just love the way he played today. Offensively, defensively, he, he put together a, a good game.
0: And all the folks who are hyping up, not hyping up. We're praising Jojo. He went, he had five fouls. He picked up early fouls, got in foul trouble. His first road game in the Big 12. So he went re- re- like a freshman today. On the yeah. c- other end, props to Milan Mamtilovich. Because Same. my man, that bucket he hit hey. that game winner.
1: <laughs> that's NBA. <laughs> that's that was an NBA shot. Turn around. Yes. Fade away off your um on the opposite shoulder over the smile. and he knew it too it's in yep. him. That, that that's something he practiced that's something in his bag he knew he knew the double team was coming from the right side so he turned to over his left shoulder over Jamal who he could shoot right over here all he could do is have to just fade that was a beautiful shot shout out to him Beautiful you know, shot right there, shot, coach and coach call called it. the play for it. <laughs> yeah, like he called it isolation. <laughs> that you could tell they were ready. Hey, they're gonna w from this way. Okay, I got some for that, coach. Yep, fade bank. Ooh, that was nice. That was no, nice. Nothing yeah.
0: to that. You you got to give credit to the opponent, man. That was a hell of a play flat. call, hell of a yes. shot. Salute to nice. him. I enjoyed yeah. that. You know, yeah, me but too. real quick, thank you to today's secondary sponsor, Star Pizza, with multiple locations across the Houston area. Star Pizza is your go-to stop before or after the game. Be sure to stop by any of their locations every Tuesday during lunchtime for an all-you-can-eat pizza buffet. Star Pizza, as always, has free delivery since 1976. That's almost as old as I am. So, salute Star Pizza. And, of course, our primary sponsor, Steve Saxinian and the Saxinian family. We're recapping the Cougs' first loss of the season 57-53 at Iowa State in Ames, Iowa. A lot of fun. A lot of hard play, contact, physical play. The Cougs overcame that bad start, trailing 14-0. A lot of turnovers, but they still gave themselves a chance to win. I'm not worried about people, the haters out there. I'm sure the first half they're like, see, we told you the Cougars weren't real. We told you. Uh, mm-hmm. and I'm sure they were quiet second half. Boy, the Cougars tied the game up. Oh, man. You know, so. Started this, the battle. I mean, this, those this, those turnovers, yes. man,
1: they, they really hurt. You can't take it back. Turnovers.
0: You can't take it back. You know, those turnovers, you add it all up, they cost them the game. You know, 17, six points off turnovers. The Cougars came into this game averaging nine turnovers per game. They had 12 at halftime. I'm sure Coach Sampson talked to them. Oh, man. I love being locker room at the halftime. Emmanuel
1: had 20 at halftime, didn't he?
0: No, no. He had, let me see what he had at halftime. 14, 14 half. I think. 14 and a half. Yeah.
1: 14 at the half and six more. In no, the no. He only had 11.
0: Half. He had 11 at halftime. Three for six. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Emmanuel, he, I mean, he came up big, especially after didn't shoot, not shooting the ball well from last game and still having an impact on the game. And he stayed aggressive. I think he's really developing into a player. Now, the next evolution from his game is getting his handles yes. um, even better to be able to really take somebody off the dribble without really needing a screen and being able to use his handle to get to the line, get to his spots and create his own shot. Once he gets to that, he can get in that Rob bag, Rob gray type of bag. But um, I mean, I, I, manuel was promising. I, I, we got to get more from, from the bench. I mean, either, with Damian, I know he didn't really have much minute. He only played eight, 10 minutes. Ramon played eight and Malik. Um, he, he only play 5 and so it's if you don't produce and earn those more minutes yeah then you coming right out but i think maybe in the night when lj didn't have it i know you want to trust i can i can question that cuz you 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 ride in your sh- shooter you ride in your top dog on the the nice so, but yeah, it's just a tough one, man. It's a tough one. I mean, well, yeah, but it's, it's Big 12 basketball. First exactly. game on the road, you get it. This is probably the best and the biggest crowd that Houston has seen. Well, now they see big crowds last year because it's, but it's different though. It's a different, it's one of the best different crowds in the country. With, you and know, and
0: this is Big 12 basketball, and their next game will be this Saturday in Fort Worth against TCU. It's probably
1: be a sell, will be a sellout.
0: Iowa State was like 12th in the net. <laughs> you know, I mean, this is what fans wanted. They want to see the Cougs play top competition, be in a power conference. This is what they wanted. They got. You said it. I said it. We knew it. The Cougs were going to lose games in the Big 12. They're going to lose probably some more big games in the Big 12. They'll still be good come tournament time. They'll still make probably a deep run in the NCAA tournament. But this is iron sharpening iron. And that's what i'm enjoying
1: i'm enjoying as well um yeah, he definitely showed up but he emmanuel also not emmanuel um excuse me lj he also has to develop his game when his three-point shot isn't going being being a smaller guard he has to be able to impact the game offensively in other ways whether mm-hmm. it's making plays or whether it's getting to the free throw line or projecting to the next level you just be a three and d type player and because i'm watching him and i see some kyle larry in him but he still has to be able to develop more on ball and more playmaking uh, as a guard and that's something he said he wanted to work on coming to houston right. i think this was a perfect night for him to kind of put that on display and when his jumper isn't falling and so early coach sampson had the ball in his hands to kind of ignite the offense and and so the defense would kind of give them a different look because they were expecting him to come off ball. And so um, – but this is just one game. I mean, not really piling on him because I no. I still believe in him, just given my observation um, of his game and uh, what he can but, continue to work on as the season goes on.
0: More to your point, LJ had zero free-throw attempts. Right. That's right. that's Obviously, that's not enough. Right. As great a free-throw shooter as he is, he needs yeah, to he find play. ways to, to get to the foul line.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, beating guy off the dribble. Heck, sometimes crash the boards, getting the offensive rebound, pump fake, getting fouled like that. He had three turnovers, made two shots. This might be his worst game all season. And it's January 9th. I'm good with that. You know, I'm okay with that. You could say, well, he's played in the Big 12 before. He should be used to it. Folks, he's not a robot. He's not I'm a machine. I am just thinking that. You know <laughs> He's going to have bad nights. He had a bad night right today. Day on, you know, I, I like saying this because I hope to speak it into existence. I'd rather him have a bad game today than a bad game April 8th. Right. Because that's the last game of the season. Right. Right. So, you know, hey, we're going to have bad games. He's going to have bad games. Well, well, and I,
1: I know what you mean, but just a preface that, Bad shooting game. Bad shooting games. Yes. Don't allow a bad shooting game to make you have an overall bad game. In Great which, point. Thank you. I, it, I mean, because that's what we're what we're yeah. saying, and I just want to make sure that people understand exactly what we're saying, and and in that he has to find ways to impact the game offensively when he's having a bad shooting game. Yes. Because defensively, he still gave maximum effort, still impacting the, the game on the defensive end. But like you said. Being such a prolific scorer and shooter, and an excellent free throw shooter, you got to find ways to offensively, like Emmanuel has done, and continues to develop to get to the free throw line and find ways to. So that, that's always saying. But other than that, um, I, mean, I he he's a player that I'm glad is on our team.
0: You know, I, I'm curious to hear Coach Sampson's post game comments. I hope UH staff sends us clips. I'm not sure it'll be in time for for us doing less rated Cougs this evening, but. The struggles, their turnovers, L.J. Cryer struggling, shooting, making shots. This team still was right there down the stretch on the road against a very good Iowa State team. That's that's a positive to me. I I was thinking, you know, they may steal this game. They 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 were that close to playing poorly, had a chance to win, and almost won the game. But again, Milan... Let me see if I can look at it and pronounce it again. Montilovic, that turnaround jumper he made from baseline to break the, the tie at 53, that was a hell of a shot. Salute to him. That was a hell of a shot. He made it. He took it with confidence. He's like, yep, this is what Coach called. I got this shorter man on me. I'm going to turn with the double team. Bucket.
1: And then he looked at the Houston bitch after the shot. I was like, ooh. Yes. <laughs> I I'm like, like he, that, though. I like that. That was a great shot. He's Pressure. a freshman, so yeah. And so. they can't, and they were saying during the broadcast, he has a little Dirk Navisky um, in him, and, and and Larry Bird, and that was one of those Dirk Larry Bird type yeah. shots, fading away.
0: I that was a tip my hat to him. That was a great shot right there. You know, it, and that's what we want to see: competition. Yeah. Competition, yeah. He made it. I mean, the double team came. He saw, mm-hmm. it, turned away from it, and hit a tough shot. <laughs> tip your hat to him. Salute to him. Xavier Hall. And let me say this to everybody Big Jack, Xavier Hall, was it Ron HD, TI, Miss Wanda, Emmett, folks watching us on Paul Slammer Jam on YouTube, as well as the Houston Round Bar Review on YouTube and Paul Slammer Jam on X. Thank you for your comments. Thank you for watching us. Thank you for watching the original Houston post game show for men basketball and football, Les Rage Cougs. It, it was the last time where they're down for. I'm not sure really with what 10 seconds left the game was over in my opinion but hey you know what did it say the last second your last, last second. inbound shot by Sheik was a white flag waving
1: No, no he t- he just tried mm-hmm. to get it on the rim yeah he, he tried to get it on the rim and, and make the shot obviously he never tried to miss a shot and then and get off his rebound which jy did and eventually got the putback and so you know, i don't think that was the, mm-hmm. the white flag
0: I, I disagree with steven on this one uh, great game for the Cougs, but something that has bothered me is that Roberts doesn't have very good hands for receiving any passes. He does not put—not in all caps—have the hands and fumbles easy passes. Mm, I'd say that more earlier about JVF Francis than more than Juan Roberts, but even that you're entitled to your opinion. Thank you for the comments. I, yeah, done. is concerning.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How, how can I say this? We said it already, Scott, thank you for for chiming in on X on Pale account. And you know, throughout last was a Saturday, and as you mentioned during the broadcast, Damien Coach said it, Damien had a great week of practice. He was coach said he was coming. He's getting better, but coach just doesn't trust him enough to let him play through the mistakes. The turnovers, That's coming. That's part of the growth and trust that Coach will have in Damien. And, of course, you know, obviously it would help if Damien doesn't turn it over. (laughs) You know, know, that would help too. But he is a guy that can get his own bucket, get his own shot. And I'm with you, Dayon. Coach, just, hey, I don't, you know, long term, Jamal, 37 minutes. Emmanuel, 37 minutes. Juan, 36 minutes. That's too many minutes, man. That's too many minutes. You got to trust your bench enough to get them up there near 15, 18, 20 minutes per game to rest your starters and play them around 32 minutes, not closer to 40. What do you think about that?
1: I agree with that wholeheartedly. And because I pre- you preference what Coach Sampson said, and I want to preface that, I mean, excuse me, with he also said, like I said earlier during the show, that he and staff has to do a better job of setting Damien up, Damian up for success, getting him in the spots where he likes the ball, getting him in um, sets where he's comfortable on the floor. And I, I think there are concerns, and the concerns is doing that. And I believe in him. I mean, I know what he can do. And also to um, this point, it's not called a um, – <laughs> a safety dribble when he catches often it's called a power dribble yes. which he uses to create space and get to his hook shot I, it's not called a safety dribble it's a, it's, it's a power dribble and um from what I watch him mean, he has good hands I, I I maybe sometimes he he misses passes but I don't think is a concern with um, I think even more, get him more touches because he showed earlier um, in the season that he's a great passer as well. So maybe allow him to touch it in the post, collapse the defense, get to his hook shots with his left hand and just get him more touches. But like you said, that's way too many minutes. I think Damien needs to play at least 20 minutes, but you gotta earn those minutes, but at the same time, like Sampson said, he and staff have to find a way to unlock his game within the confines of what Houston wants to do. Because I, one thing I wanted to see was when Houston's in an adverse situation in a game like this, who is Coach Sampson gonna go to? Early in that game, when they need a bucket, he know uh, Damien is a score. He inserted him in the game quickly, but then the way the game he pulled him back out, Emmanuel had it going. He stayed with him and he stayed with his guys that he trusted. But in these situations, Coach Sampson is still learning as well in regards to this team and mm-hmm. still working his magic. Like he said, it is gumbo. He's still putting it all in the pot, stirring it all up, and putting it together. So I got the ultimate trust in Coach Sampson, man.
0: And Scott, we did mention. That Juan missed the putback. We mentioned that in the final moments. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Off balance. That was an yep. off balance shot. He rushed it.
0: And is not a criticism, but a question: Is Samson all defense and not much of an offensive play caller?
1: Mm, not at all. Oh man, not yeah, at he... all. He's just a supreme.
0: He um, makes I, adjustments I think... in the game.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He makes adjustments in the game, and also he's supreme coaching coming out after timeouts. Yes. With designs, He's a supreme in England, whether it's on the baseline, sideline, wherever. But no, I, I think his offense has evolved so much, especially coming back from the NBA. You see the, the plethora, look at the, the the set that they had getting to LJ. Although that was a good defensive play. That was a well-designed play. Cause it, it got me watching. I thought the play was a manual. Cause he had a good look, but he made the extra pass to LJ. But no, I think he, he's just as equal as an offensive mind. I think he, it sets the culture when you have everyone's coming into um, college as from high school as the man, and they x, x, score X amount of points. You set the culture, like, no, I know you're there in college. You got to defend, and that defense, how they defend, that travels, and that can keep them. That's how they got back in this game. When defending, get multiple stops in a row, they was able to make some shots. And so, the nah, I don't think so at all. I think he that's just part of him being a great coach, realizing the importance of defense and how when you have – Nights like this where your your stars and your, even your team go on and drops in within the game, you can rely on that defense to keep you in a game and potentially even win a game for
0: you. And, and you know, I, I think our, one of our complaints is at times they don't go to the low post, mid post enough. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, we're, we're just we're just picking that stuff here because Coach Sampson has shown that he will allow his guards the what is what do you say? Fluorescent green light that used to give yeah. <laughs> Quinn Grimes, Marcus Sasser, those guys, those guards, Rob when Gray. they got it rolling, you know, yeah. Rob Gray, those guys. I'm with you. I think <laughs> Emmanuel Sharp is evolving to that level. He is. And Mark one blinds. thing, I'm going back in my old brain, when Coach Sampson, you know, Emmanuel signed, made it official, Coach Sampson did say it a couple of times. That Emmanuel Sharp's scoring ability reminds him of Rob Gray. So he's now, you know, his body in shape, getting stronger. I think we're starting to see that part of his bag evolving, and that's just going to help the team going forward, you know. And Burt Reynolds, JoJo, looked like a freshman today. He did look like a freshman in his first road game in the best conference in basketball. Yeah, you know, hey, it's. LJ missed shots. Now the some of the shots he missed, he had like an air ball and two bricks. Those are like off LJ shots. He doesn't have it tonight. That happens. Now Saturday against TCU, he might be on from the jump. It's it's one hard fought loss. They're no longer undefeated. What a shame. <laughs> They're fourteen and one, one and one. They may fall from one to two in the net. Heck, they may stay at one in the net because there's the road loss and a Q Q Q1 opponent.
1: But actually, I mean, like we we expected them to lose games in the Big 12, but I'm actually kind of, I don't want to say happy they lost because I'm not happy that they lost. But I think it, it will serve them well losing so early in conference, especially on the road. I think. And Coach Sampson says, "This often, although it's a loss, but it's a lesson. The L yes. is a lesson. It, it, it's plenty of lessons that the team and staff can take away from this game, and figure out how they can utilize certain players and maximize. I mean, um, use them in certain different minutes and all the things that we're discussing and how they do that. And um we got such a great man at the at the head with Coach um, Sampson his entire staff with him, Kellen, Quanis, um, Hollis, and the rest of the guys.
0: And you know, come on, Scott. I, th- I think you're reaching now. You're almost like you're trolling now. We've been exposed, Lockdown, down LJ. He missed shots. <laughs> he he missed yeah. shots. But Emmanuel stepped up. Yeah. Okay. Jamal came through down the stretch. I yeah. saw Javier Francis finally dunking the ball for the second straight game. He getting in finishing strong at the hole. This This staff will learn from this and make adjustments for Saturday against TCU. As they make adjustments for the next game, LJ is a spot up shooter. Yes. Now you said that. That's mm-hmm. not news. He's an elite. He's an elite spot yes. up shooter. Yes. He is, he is one of the best. <laughs> but yes. that's not new to people in college basketball, especially to the Big 12. I would say. Exactly. So this is not like Iowa State seen him at Baylor. He missed shots today, he had turnovers today. He didn't play well, Francis and they did. still had a chance to win the game.
1: <laughs> For sure, Francis did look quick and off his feet. He looked, he looked, he looked. His athleticism,
0: his length out there, the way he looked tonight, I really like what I saw from JVS tonight. It's he's good. getting, he seems to be getting more comfortable. He seems to be re- reacting rather than thinking now. So let's see him do it again. You know, put these. He's not done it what two games in a row. Let's see him do it again. Keep putting these. Good performances together. This is just making the team better. That's what this is all about. Big 12, win games, lose some games, learn from them. Come tournament time, that's when you want the team to play their best. Right?
1: Yeah. And on the road, you want your role players to play really good. I mean, you got to you got to expand and, and allow your role players to develop into their roles because, like we were discussing, I think those amount of minutes and the way the season is going on is going to continue. We're going to need our role players to be stars in their roles and allow them to, to flourish because, I mean, they were really non-existent. I mean, really, tonight. Yeah,
0: you know, let's see. And that's tough. Bench production, five points from the bench.
1: That's tough.
0: That's not going to get it done in Big 12 play, especially on the road. But I, I'm very confident in saying there's going to be very few other Big 12 games where the bench only scores five points. Yeah, This is all about getting better. I mean, hey, you could hear the difference, the crowd, and the students weren't even there in Ames. It was loud. Ames, Iowa is a hell of a home court advantage. Most of the teams in the Big 12 have... A hell of a home court advantage. It's part of what makes the Big 12 the best conference in men's basketball. We wanted it, we got it. This is gonna be fun for a, as long as Houston is in the Big 12. Agreed. Damien needs to play better. Yes, he does. He needs to get more minutes. I'd like see Ramon gets more minutes. A lot of different things. El, I mean Jojo, excuse me. Jojo. Battle foul trouble. But you can even see. Even with his foul trouble, you could just, you could see his future's bright too, man. I'm telling you, a lot of positives going forward in this from what I saw in this game. Road loss at Iowa State, only by four. Battle back
1: from down Spider-Man, 14. 14. Yeah.
0: Tied it up and gave them a gave themselves a chance to win on the road against a solid defensive club in Iowa State. Not much more you can ask from that. They almost overcame. They're seventeen six points off turnovers disadvantage.
1: <laughs> is Jam- Jamal
0: maybe Let's one of this? Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Disagree with the expose. Oh, yeah. There's nothing to expose except the sloppy mistakes. Yeah, yep. I mean some of those were. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And again, you touched on. It. I would say give them credit too. Mm-hmm. Their defense caused some of those turnovers, not all of them, but some of them. And the coup still had a chance, they battled back and gave themselves a chance. Why, because of their defense, their culture, Jamal mm-hmm. shared with those two block shots, the jumpers in the span of 30 seconds. That's Cougar basketball, right there, man. I mean, that's Cougar basketball. They gave themselves a chance, that's just, and that's what you want.
1: That's Jamal basketball. Jamal yeah, I mean, is an
0: elite defender, man.
1: Jamal's an elite defender. He is. He really is a dog. I think he may be one of the most valuable point guards And one of, um, one of my group chats when my brother said it, that he is. And I think I agree with that in college basketball.
0: And he loves it too, man. He, he loves, loves it. And, and,
1: and you know what? That ignites the team. That gets the game team going. When he had that four run and he's said, I don't know, I think they may have tied it. Yeah, they tied the game up. And with, off that layup, you can see his passion. It ignited the bench. Yep. And so, I mean, his passion Everything about him, I think th- th- this team really, really follows. But he got to get those turnovers down. I mean, he's yes. one, of, one of the things that he's so elite at is his assist to turnover ratio. And tonight with those five turnovers, three assists, we can't have that from Jamal. Agreed. We not have that 1,000% from our lead guard, our quarterback. Yes. Uh, Jamal said we cannot have that. He has to be better taking care of the basketball. And I'm sure Coach Sampson, Coach Staff, Jamal will say that we can't have we will not lose a game. I mean, win a game when Jamal has more turnovers than he will assist. Agreed. Put some of that in. We cannot win a game if Jamal has more turnovers than he has assists. The rest of the players can have some turnovers, but we can't have Jamal
0: having more turnovers than he has assists. We cannot win like that. Agreed. And I, I meant to do it and I, I didn't do it, but I Pretty sure the five turnovers tonight was a season high for him. He's got to see that 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 trap coming when they're coming, especially near the other corner, you know, half court line and the sideline. He's got to see that coming. Pass it quicker, split it quicker, make quicker decisions. But I mean, there are negatives in this game, and we're trying to be clear and be objective to call it like we saw it. There were things you, to improve upon. Can you download the saw. video that Jeff just sent? Oh, I would probably take me too long to do it. Because I don't know how long it is, so, but you know, okay, yeah. but
1: um, yeah, yeah, he he can't he can't he can't do that. I think he he'll learn from it. But one thing that I was watching, they did a um a job what they wanted to was pushing him to a, shading him to his left hand, and he can go both ways. But I think at times he was making a conscious effort to get back to his right side, whether it's to get into a play or get into a certain set. But sometimes if they push them to a lift, I want to see him take a couple of explosive dribbles and get to his pull-up in his floater game, which I've seen him do before. And 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 maybe getting out to a better start offensively because I, although Emmanuel carries in the first half, Jamal with those turnovers, he, if he scores more in the first half, I mean, maybe it's a different game. But that f- slow start with the turnovers, it's hard to overcome that against a really good team on the
0: road. Oh, yeah. And the and way Conrad sent the – he didn't send it as a Dropbox, so it's through Iowa State stuff. So I have to take more steps to get it. So,
1: but we're so, making screen share. I'm gonna pull it up right now and see real fast.
0: Yeah, see if you can do that. But Bobby Roy, come <laughs> on, what you're saying is true. You know, it's not gonna happen. And <laughs> they're not gonna get rid of the, the corporate seats. <laughs> you know, you know those seats would easily be filled by regular Kook fans. Yes. But that money talks, man. <laughs> That's, hey, I mean, that, just put it like that the money talks. Not going to happen, but uh, let Cougs came back from down 14-zip, tied it up, took a lead. I think they led for a grand total of, what, 30 seconds, 32 seconds? But it was fun, competitive basketball. Iowa State ends up shooting 18-47 from the floor, three for 15 from three themselves, but they made – 18 free throws to the Cougs eight. Both teams missed four foul shots. Iowa State was 18 for 22 from the line. Houston was eight for 12. Iowa State 11 for 13 from the foul line in the second half. They were aggressive. They only had what five fouls called against. Them. Hey, you could argue with, about that home cooking. Life on the road, Big 12. Life on the road in big time basketball. So I'm not going to quibble about that. I didn't find issues with the officiating. The Cougs turned it over, had a bad start, and that hurt them in the end. That's what it came down to. As a man working on, on the clip reminding everyone you're watching let Rage Cougs on Paw Slamma Jamma on X as well as Paw Slamma Jamma on YouTube and, of course, Paw Slamma Jamma on the Houston Round Bar View YouTube channel. Thank you to the Saxonian family, Steve Saxonian, supporting us, and, of course, Our secondary sponsor, Star Pizza, with multiple locations across the Houston area. Star Pizza is your go-to stop before or after the game. Be sure to stop by any of their locations every Tuesday during lunchtime for an all-you-can-eat pizza buffet. Star Pizza, as always, has free delivery since 1976. Oh, there you go. Yeah, uh, to get it, I had to um exit the screen and get back on. I think I got it
1: right up. No problem.
0: Point. Pull it right back up. You can make it work. Make it work, man. But agree. This comment right here. Great league. Love Big 12 basketball. Going to be a fun conference season. Yes. As fans of college basketball, this is what we want. This is what Coop's alums want. Coop's fans want. The competition is there. It's going to be like this, nearly every game, home games and road games, iron sharpening iron. And see if I can pull this up while Dion's working on that. For folks who may not know, let's see. You got it? Yep, this is it right, All right. here. All right, let's see. Go ahead, do it again. I got it. I got it.
1: I kind of get your guys a little bit off kilter to get that early lead. I don't know as much Iowa State it was us, we were just, um, I don't know what it
0: was, I wish I did. You guys are obviously known for playing a pretty physical brand of basketball and that seemed to be the whole game for each team. Do you feel like that kind of leaned one way or the other by the end of the contest in terms of one team kind of coming out on top on that battle? Well, one team shot 22 free throws. And
1: the other team uh, shot 12, so.
0: Coach, what were your impressions on the atmosphere tonight? Nothing changed.
1: Um, I remember being here one time, and I think we're up to 16 or 17 at halftime. time, and uh, Jamal Tinsley couldn't hit water if he fell out of the boat from the three-point line, made 6-3 second half. Exaggerating on both counts, probably. Uh, uh, Larry was the coach. I've always had a great admiration. for
0: Fans here, people. Here. So when you had twelve turnovers in the first half, it was going too fast for them, or?
1: Um. No. No. We just. Uh, yeah a couple players on
0: here i wanted to the folks to hear coach said we kind of peed down our leg (laughs) so some of those turnovers you know coach's point of view were unforced, and they were unlike the Cougs. You know, you said it, Jamal with five turnovers, that's unlike him, that's too many from him.
1: And it, it sounds like Cosell was not happy with officiating as well. I, I, I noticed that too, yeah.
0: And I and I didn't even realize
1: the fruit-throw discrepancy watching, well, actually, it, it did stick out to me. And because well, I guess as I'm watching game, I'm thinking about so many ways that we're beating ourselves, that kind of didn't stick out to me the amount of fouls that we call, i mean, that were called against us—and and how many times they went to the free throw line.
0: You know, and if let's see, the Cougs ended up with 19 fouls. Iowa State had 12. Maybe a again, I, 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 that's, that's, there you go. It's home cooking. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how I that's how I say it. You know, hopefully the Cougs get that at Fertita Center. We'll see what it's like this Saturday on the road against TCU even though State had more free throw attempts. The coup still had the game tied up down the stretch in that last minute before that tough bucket by the Iowa State freshman.
1: And that was one of the first things that Coach Sampson said. He was like, I mean, we hurt ourselves. <laughs> I mean, just being honest, we hurt ourselves. We, we, and i mean that's really quite being frank i mean everything he said it was some of the, it was it was all short but it was all brutally honest
0: and and that's him you know that's yeah, that's yeah. coach sampson and that's why you me we're not worried about this team because of this loss the season isn't over they're going to learn from this cut down on their mistakes cut down on these self-inflicted wounds they do that they'll be fine so you know I mean, Ron heard it, absolutely did pee on her legs. (laughs) Ha ha, best way to put it, coach. Yeah. So they stopped urinating on themselves (laughs) in the second half and gave themselves a chance in the second half, that final minute, and that's what you want. Learn from this, limit those mistakes, win Saturday, and then come back and win at home. Sadler is going to be a tough, tough, tough
1: game. Houston has the potential of losing back-to-back yes, games they do.
0: on the road. But,
1: man, if anyone hasn't watched TCU with Miller, um, uh, uh, how it? it's a, it's I can't remember his last name, but he just shot the ball so well against Kansas the other day. Um, I don't want to pronounce his name. But they got some really, really good guards. They're really coached well by Jamie Dixon. I love the way they play. Michael is a really good defender and, and such a good utility player. This is going to be a, a tough, tough game against a really good TCU team, and they want to look to uh beat Houston as well. I mean, Houston's ranked; um, TCU is currently unranked, and so this is going to be a tough, tough game right here.
0: Talk about the was it Trivion Tennyson? Tennyson,
1: yeah. I, yeah. When I was going to say Tennyson. I knew. Tennyson, man, he can really flat out shoot the ball. He, he can. Um, they got the point guard who, who transferred there, uh, Jameer Nelson Jr. Mm-hmm. He came off the bench last game, but he had a, a really good game with a great decision maker, can finish a tough guard. So they got some really good guards over there, a really good
0: team, and well coached by Jamie Dixon. Dixon. I'm looking forward to it, man. So that's going to do it for us. Thank you, everybody. We had a good turnout with this edition of Less Rage Cougs presented by the Saxanian family. Finally, one more time, thanking our secondary sponsor, Star Pizza, with multiple locations across the Houston area. Star Pizza is your go-to stop before or after the game. Be sure to stop by any of their locations every Tuesday during lunchtime for an all-you-can-eat pizza buffet. Star Pizza, as always, has free delivery since 1976. I'm going to go first. It's just me and Deion tonight. I am KG of the Houston Round Bar Review. Follow me on social media at Houston Round Bar Review on TikTok, Instagram, Spotable Threads, etc. Since 1994, the Houston Round ball Review. Local name, global perspective. My man, close us out. Hey, and I appreciate being on the side
1: of you tonight. Tough loss for Houston. I think they will best bounce back um, in Fort Worth against TCU. Pre- appreciate all the people who joined us tonight. We had a, a really good turnout. Everyone, all the comments, um, our sponsors, of course, and of
0: course, it's always go Cougs, baby. Win, lose, or draw. Go Cougs.